This episode of We Watch Anything is produced in association with Studio Headphones, top quality Swedish audio wear that makes your ears happy. And if you use the exclusive discount code We Watch Anything, all one word, you'll make your wallet happy too, as it takes 15% off at checkout. Go on, treat yourself. I'm Ben Strivens. He's John O'Scott. Hi. And together, we, we watch anything. We trawl the depths of Netflix to find three films of the same genre, of the same genre, and watch them so you don't have to. I take one, he takes one, and there's one we both watch. So you'll know what's a surprise hit. And what's totally... Hello, listeners. Welcome to We Watch Anything. And do you know what you've got on your hands? We've got someone with the terrible twos. Yes, this podcast is now two years old. We're going to enter that time where we get sort of a bit grumpy and stroppy and fighty and tantrumy. Yeah, it's per... per No, no, we won't do that. We'll we'll spit out sort of pulpy food over our chins and stuff. And we do that anyway. Yeah, true. (laughs) Yeah, I've got some now. Yeah, just just wipe that off, Jono. Yeah, um, we've been going for ages now, dude. I know. We didn't. We haven't quite. I sort of would have hoped that once we hit the the uh, rival age of two, we'd have also hit fifty two episodes. But mm. we have not quite maintained that quota. Apologies. No, no. Well, once again, we've taken hiatus. Quite often, it's because you're gallivanting off around the world with your work. But this time, it was largely down to me being stuck a... in a room with your work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a dirty, great big book to finish. Yes. But I'm but... out of it now, dude. Hooray! We are back. Back with a vengeance. <laughs> See what <laughs> I did there? Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, revenge movies this time around, people. Re- whenever I think of revenge movies now, I think of Law Abiding Citizen. Because oh, it's Butler. so awful. <laughs> I don't think I've ever brought myself to see it. Like, I, He is generally oh, terrible. There's a couple of things I quite like him in, but most of the time... I can't really bring myself to watch Jared Butler movies. London Has Fallen is just one of the worst things that's ever happened to my oh, head. It, yeah, yeah, I didn't get through that. But no, but the thing was, I think, I think I, I went through a real stage of watching a lot of Jason Statham movies. Yeah, which is and great. The Statham's fine. And they're, and they're, yeah, and they're, and they're really good. And I just sort of, so I remember seeing Law Abiding Citizen and just thinking, that looks terrible, but it looks fun. Oh, it was Jared Butler. I didn't really know him apart from, from um, uh, This Is Sparta or whatever it's called. Yeah. And, um, which I've never I seen. I just was sh- I was so shocked at how bad it was. Uh, Honestly, it's awful. It's, it's terrible. It's got really upsetting murder. Um, near as opposed to all those like, but then nice after murders. that, it, but it's still, it's, yeah, no, but you know what I mean? It's really horribly filmed. Yeah. Um, but then, it, you know, the revenge isn't satisfying because Butler himself is such a giant penis of a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hated it. Yeah, so don't watch that one. That's least favourite revenge movies. What's your least favourite revenge movie? Um, My least favourite revenge movie. That is a very good question. I could not possibly tell you. I've got some... I should have prepped you, didn't I? You really should have done. John, I can't believe you caught me out like that. Yeah, I feel like I'm naked on the podcast. You're lucky I'm not. Actually, I suppose I saw saw another very poor uh, revenge movie for this podcast when I saw... um, Oh, oh, it was Total Revenge. Um... Uh, Death, Death Wish, Wish 2, two. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that was quite poor it is quite bad I see uh, there's some great ones like um, sort of I'm I'm a quite a big fan of your your classic kind of uh, female rape revenge kind of movies I have to say mm. 
Big, oh, like, like I spit on your grave. And I stuff. spit on your grave. Dirty weekend. They're both. They're both up there. Mm, mm. I do quite like a bit. I'm of trying to think. Tables turned. Yeah, I'm trying to think of ones like that that I like. I can't. None are coming to mind. Yeah, I mean, there's also, there's also the end of you know, like Last House on the Left, when the parents get their revenge, which is cracking. Oh cool. yeah. I you see. But that's not I, a revenge movie, I guess. No, I was going to bring up Last House on the Left just because I still I've only watched that once, and I don't intend to watch it again. I did find that quite upsetting. I don't know. There's something about it. I hated it. Yeah, fair enough. Lots mm. of people do. I, I I quite like it, but not in a you know. I'm not going to put it mm. on every evening and say, "Oh, mum, you should no. watch this movie." Brilliant. <laughs> But I've I not seen the remake. Good. No, the remake's nowhere near as good. No, no. Mm. or for either of them. Mm. To be honest with you, um, that, mm. but uh, but yeah, I mean, revenge movies. So uh, when we started looking for revenge movies, we we sort of cast the net pretty wide, um, and uh, you know we've 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 managed to come up with a, a smattering of different revenges. I guess mm. we've got sort of like yeah. some physical revenge. We've got some. Um, kind of mental revenge, uh, potentially. And I, I honestly can't remember what movie you were going to watch. So I am waiting with bated breath for you to uh, hit us up. The film I watched, dude, was called Extremities. And it's oh, not one I'd yeah. even... I'd never heard of Extremities. I remember wanting it's... to watch this. <laughs> really? Well, as what back in the day, yeah. or just as no, 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 we no, no. When we were looking at the movies, I was just like, oh, I was right. a bit like, oh god, I want to watch this one. Yeah, well, and I know the work reason why because it's a Farrah Fawcett movie, and um, I'm a big fan of Farrah Fawcett. With that, but I've, I mean, I was actually thinking about it though, and just thinking my fandom of her is nearly all based on the Cannonball Run because <laughs> there aren't that yeah. many films well, of hers that I've seen apart from that. No, and I know a lot of people recently watched Cannonball Run and say it's just appalling, but I'm going to stick mm. with it and still love it. Oh, yeah, well, the thing is, whether it's no. appalling or not, it's still something I saw about a million times, so I can't... Yeah, exactly. Can't it was one of the landmark that. films of my childhood. And the, and as you were talking about this, the song is right is playing through my head right now. I just want to voice going, <laughs> Cannonball. Cannonball. <laughs> Cannonball. It's not, not what you do, what you it's do. how you do it. How you do it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. However, <laughs> the Cannonball Run is not a revenge movie. I love trees. Um, <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> this is nothing like Cannibal Run. So let's. Sorry, <laughs> I can't believe I burbled on for a minute about Farrah Fawcett and Cannibal Run. Extremities is from 1986, and right at the start, you see Farrah Fawcett um, coming out of work, and she's going to get. Um, she's stopping at a place, getting some ice cream. She has a game of squash with a mate. She has some ice cream, and then you see a sort of POV um, stalker guy, as and you see it from his point of view, mm. and. Basically, he attacks her. He sneaks into her car while she's getting the ice cream, and then she's in the car, and suddenly this, you know, it's a hunting knife is across her neck, and she's, you know, he says, you know, don't make a sound, don't move, whatever, and then he gets her to drive away, and he takes her to this secluded place, and um, yeah, this is this is an eighteen rated movie, as in it, he, there's there's a lot of swearing and and you know, it's it's a pretty harsh scene. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, she manages to get away. She f- she fights him off and manages to get in a car that uh, you know she runs to the freeway and manages to get away from this attack. And yeah. um, this attempt, this attempted rape. She goes to the police, tells them what happened, but because nothing actually occurred and she doesn't have any, you know, sort of evidence, they can't really do much. And she just ends up sort of walking out in a huff without properly giving um, more of a statement. Sure. Then you see, see, she's back at home. And you see her sort of domestic arrangements. She lives with 
two girlfriends. Um, they, they, the three of them share a house, and she's disturbed. You know, she's obviously disturbed by it. She's convinced. Because, oh yeah, because oh, important point: the attacker makes off with her wallet. Okay, okay, so he has her wallet, which has where she lives. So, so she wants the police to, her, to come so. and take her. Yeah, exactly. So, and quite soon, some guy does turn up at her house when her two mates are out, and it's just her. And so begins the film, and it's this sort of ideal. It is him, you know. It is the same attacker, and he okay. tries to attack her again. It kind of turns into a bit of a rolling fight for about twenty-five minutes with Farrah Fawcett, cool. sort of like getting. He makes her sort of dress up, and it's you know he's got a knife again. He's and he's basically he's going to attack her, but then she turns the tables on him, manages mm-hmm. to sort of subdue him and get him tied up. And that's as far as I'm going to go with plot. Uh, interesting. Have you ever seen Hard Candy? Yo, yes. I can't remember a thing about it. Years ago. Years ago. Ellen Page yeah. thing where they she traps a paedophile predator online and then ties him up yeah. and tortures him. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's 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 from then. I mean, it's a very simple plot. And the, yeah. So Farrah Fawcett is Maggie. She's the sort of. Sorry, not Maggie, Marjorie. She's the, the victim. And then James yeah. Russo, or Russo. How do you say it? Is it Russo? Are you I always think Russo. Yeah, I, I was, think I was going for Russo, yeah. Anyway, and I really like him as an actor. And, I know, and what's he's he the in? sort of bad guy. I know the name. Oh, he, he's in loads of things. I mean, just for example, I think he's killed quite near the beginning of um, Django Unchained, for example. But um, I mean, I honestly, look him up. He's in just bajillions of things. He's one of those people that just mm. turns up a lot. And then um, sure. Alfre Woodard is 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 her one of her flatmates, and then the the other flatmate I can't quite remember. Anyway, so once she's subdued him, obviously she's sort of thinking. I won't tell you too much more of the plot because because I don't want to give away too much. But the point is that he's sort of taunting her, saying, "I haven't actually raped you here. It's going to be your word against mine." Right. And so she and so and she's thinking, right, well. I'm not going to the freaking police just to just for him to walk and then come back and try and attack me again. I'm going to freaking yeah. kill him. And she starts like going outside to dig a hole to literally oh, cool. you know, she's going to just sort of bury him in the garden, but then her 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 flatmates, her housemates come back and it starts turning into it's quite stage play-ish because Yeah, I like this. Is, based, I'm really liking the sound of this. Yeah, it was based on a play. And you know that's yeah. what I like. I'm going to cut to my review. I like this film. I really did quite oh, like it. Good, it's, good, good. Yeah, it's. it's I'm, just, I sound it's, like I'm it, really going to enjoy this. Yeah, what, and the best thing about it was, was just I, 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 I love a film where it's just two or three characters. Sometimes you know when it's yes. just really. It was based on a play. It feels like a play. You just. It's all set in basically from the from the moment apart from the very first scene where she's attacked. It's all set in her house. And it's yep. just, it reminds me of a little bit of Rope. It reminds me a little bit, not quite, of Dial M for Murder. And it reminds me a little bit of Sleuth. Um, it's yep. more... What's that um, Cameron Diaz movie when they keep killing their dinner guests? Oh, The La- a Last Supper. The Last Supper. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because I can't... <laughs> yeah, it's, it actually does have similarity to that, although that's definitely sort of, that's playing for laughs, black comedy. This mm. The one thing I say about this is that it's actually quite a hard watch as in it's the the scenes are really quite brutal apparently it was quite yeah. i mean it's controversial it's got it, it, i mean it has the c word in it and i know Ooh, that that is quite brutal you, for the time 
for 1986, Farrah it, you know, and like it's got. Yeah. It's got so is she very much doing that... this against type? You see, do, do you think to get herself yeah, out of that sort of she, like you know that? She is amazing in this. It's the best. Oh, cool! It's, I, she's incredible because, like I say, I'm a fan of hers without being. You know, I've not seen all her films, obviously. Yeah, she's really good in this, and James Russo is really good in this, and Alfred Woodard is really good in this. The other woman who's played by Diana something is fine, but her character is a little bit, frankly, a little bit more annoying. And just sort of, there's this bit when she's sort of like she's completely freaked out by the situation, and she's drinking Bacardi from the bottle, and she starts doing this really hysterical <laughs> drunkenness that I just found. Um, quite irritating but yeah it's yeah. a definite recommend it is quite a hard watch and uh, certainly to begin with and it definitely slips into melodrama and slightly ridiculous bits in the sort of final two third the mm. sort of the latter stages but it's still it, it just about gets away with it it's good stuff it's good stuff this sounds and, um, great oh wow I'm so pleased yeah. it's cool it's, it's it's still awesome. I mean, I did. I mean, I I could tell my mind was wandering at one point. It was just beginning to lose me because I found myself worrying that she was overfeeding her fish. <laughs> and, uh, but so so yeah. But but I think you know it gets. It's definitely one of those films that just starts straight away. And like I said, yeah, I love that stagey kind of just having two mm. three characters type thing. And um, it does. Have, so this is okay. It doesn't because the script, frankly, is quite good. It doesn't really have an obvious best line, worst line, because it's fairly good quality. It just slips into slightly bad melodrama and the music's a bit annoying. But this is my best line, worst line. And it's not a particularly bad line in ways. It's just one of those lines that sounds really weird when you take it out of context. So the bad guy at this moment has sort of been poisoned, for long story short. Mm. And one of the characters says, let's get the antidote at the drugstore. Farrah Fawcett goes, no. Let's put some bread in his mouth to absorb the poison. No. One slice? Do it. <laughs> it's, just like, it's just so weird. <laughs> These people getting really melodramatic about one slice <laughs> of bread. One slice it's of really, bread. It's really odd. It also reminded me of Jagged Edge a bit. Mm. Yeah, that's one of the things. Interesting. And, um, yeah, it's good stuff. I I like it. Oh, great! That's all I got to say, dude. Well, I'm adding it to my queue, then, dude. That's that is. I'm chalking that one up to a. Damn! I wish I'd seen it, but I think I will. Yeah. Oh, because oh, B minus. By the way, B minus. B minus. I was going to say B minus. Okay. Mm. I was expecting you yeah. to go like a full B with that. B minus. We can roll with. That's good. Yeah. Oh, cool. I think just because, like I say, just because it dips into melodrama, and I'm never going to watch it again because I didn't actually enjoy yeah. watching it that much because it's quite. Ugh. But yeah, B minus. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I'll watch it tonight, sort of thing. Okay, so that's as I said, we went from different things. So then you've got you do have your sort of slightly rape revenge one there, but actually slipping more into melodrama. And I, I, my um, my revenge movie is vastly different. So you should be able to tell from the title. Um, Enter the ninja. Oh, sorry, I always do that when I hear the word ninja. Well, I don't blame you. So, um, Enter the Ninja uh, is... <laughs> I never know what the Enter means. I mean, does it mean, like, from stage left kind of thing? Yeah, I think so. Or does it mean become the Ninja? Like, with Enter the Dragon, yeah. or... Or become anyway, one it's from the Ninja. It, it, yeah, exactly. It's, it, you know, it's, mm. it's a world of that whole Enter the thing. 
Anyway, mm. 1981. So we're still in the 80s. Fantastic. Um, and uh, how do I start? Uh, the, the the plot is very simple. Um, uh, the first sort of like five minutes, five, ten minutes are taken up with a sort of ninja qualification scene. Um, and uh, we find that the ninja who's qualifying as a ninja is actually an American, a white American guy. And he then goes to visit his... This happens in Japan. He then goes to visit his friend in the Philippines, mm. who's an old war buddy. Oh, right. um, and he saved his... The, the, the guy who goes to visit saved his life in um, the, the Korean War, I think. The past right. of war. Um, and he mm. is living in the Philippines on a sort of plantation... Um, farm kind of thing with his English wife uh, who is played by um, Susan George who was in various things you'd recognise her um, right oh and the, our main guy is our main our main ninja is played by Franco Nero do you know Franco Nero yes 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 in, in a million Nero. things married to Vanessa Redgrave mm. he's like part of the old school but cheesy old school um, anyway he goes mm. to visit his buddy and his wife his, his new wife and um, he finds out that they are being essentially bullied by the local kind of a local German guy called the claw who has a claw for a hand and Mother they want bucket. they want they want their land mm-hmm. because um, they're going to put up some sort of big building development mining thing and they're mm. the last people standing in the way of the pro- of progress and they sort of fight off the local thugs and then the, you find out that this goes the corruption goes higher to a big businessman who wants to, to um, come in and take over. So they keep sending more and more guys to beat up the ninja. Um, and you, and I, I, you get about sort of two thirds of the way through this. You're like, there hasn't been any actual revenge. I'm like, oh, God, I might have to watch a different movie. There's no revenge. And then an unfortunate event happens. Um, oh, good. And the ninja has to go and take revenge and good, takes the fight good. to the uh, to the evil guy's own office building kind of thing and goes and does oh. and saves the girl and does the revenge good that, that's it in a nutshell really it's a ninja who goes to see his friend an American ninja who goes to see his friend gets into a bit of trouble helps his friend out and then has to go on the sort of revengey rampage an American ninja in the Philippines an American ninja in the Philippines. It's exactly what it is. So it starts off our first our first year five minutes is a ninja training or ninja qualification sequence of him running through the bushes and all the ninjas are dressed in different clothes. He's dressed in a white ninja outfit and there's red ninjas and black ninjas and there's just ninjas everywhere. Um, and um, they're sort of fighting in the forest and they're, they, you know they're throwing poop, exploding things around and shurikens and um, it's just full awesome. of lots of ninjaing and it's full of some of the most spectacularly inept kind of um, putting together of scenes. Like there'll be a tight close up of the white ninja's eyes on the ground scanning. And then the next cut will be a wide shot of him sitting in a tree. (laughs) No, he didn't. uh, Fine. And then, you know, it's obviously the big shock reveal. um, Supposed to be a big shock reveal ever when, uh, you know, he takes off his ninja robes at the end and he's actually not, a Japanese dude and they have these amazing sound effects you know like ring, they're throwing the shurikens and like where they like fire arrows and stuff like that which is truly awesome um, there's loads of crossing the line as well which is great um, and he's got a massive tash Franco Nero which is brilliant oh does he and then, oh, then he has to do a thing 
where they have to go through the nine power gestures, and each one of them is this torturously long sequence with the, with the ninja master <laughs> nice. says to him, show us the nine power things. But each one has a finger <laughs> gesture. So he's there just doing all these really complicated finger moves for what seems like forever. And he's like, oh, God, really? And like, I didn't even know there were that many things you could do with your fingers. Uh, but that is, yes, he does that. Uh, but I think... Someone trying I, to I learn a gang think... sign. It is. And I do think... Uh-huh. He kills some of these people to get his ninja license. They never really talk about that, but it must mean that some of the people there are just complete cannon fodder. But um, there we go. And then one of the ninjas really objects, and you know that he will actually turn up later, maybe as a henchman mm. for the other guy. Um, yeah. But then the ninja master comes up with my... I, the problem is, right, that um, there are too many worst lines in this movie to oh, actually really? really particularly pick a best line, worst line. Uh, I'm going to go for... Maybe Cole has come all the way from overseas to study with us. He has mastered ninjutsu. He is a ninja. <laughs> but that might, that might only run up against... He's called the hook for obvious reasons. When he had both of his hands, he was a son of a bitch. Now, he's a hell of a lot worse. Which is particularly awful. There's just there are so many spectacular fight scenes. He stabs someone with a stool, which is great. Um, I'm just I'm just I'm sort of almost vomiting this movie into the microphone because that's sort of what this movie is like. But 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 like he turns as he turns up at his friend's house to meet. He turns up to to see his friend right, who he hasn't seen his war buddy. He's going to see. He hasn't doesn't know he's got married, but this sort of attractive woman walks out of the house and sort of starts giving him some grief. And instead of sort of saying, "Oh yeah, no, I'm your husband's mate," he sort of wrestles with her. But the way he wrestles with her is just by grabbing her boobs, not sort of nice. like obviously in a kind of like you know Benny Hill kind of way, but they're sort of tussling. Yeah. But you realise he's not holding any other body part. And like <laughs> that's just a bit weird. Um, yeah. I must admit, nothing then, you're saying is putting me off watching this so far. That then there is this amazing... So when he sees his friend, and his friend takes him to see the farm workers, the the way that they decide to have a celebration is his buddy just goes, let's set up a cockfight! And his buddy's like, you want to set up a cockfight for your guest? Yes, let's have a cockfight! And that's basically <laughs> all that happens in the movie whenever they want to celebrate. It's like, yay, let's have a cockfight! <laughs> Now, I'm going to give you one guess mm. of who released this movie. Canon. Oh, yes. But it's not <laughs> just a Canon releasing picture. This is directed by Menahem Golan. Do you know who Menahem Golan is? I'd be lying if I said I did. He started the Canon group. Did he? This oh, is awesome. canon to the power of canon. This is, wow. I'm going to say, without a doubt, my first Z. Really? This oh, is yay. fantastic. It's Fanfare so time. spectacularly awful. And I loved every tiny second of it. It is fantastic. a solid gold Z. It's just awesome. It's, I mean, so many terrible, terrible lines. So many terrible, <laughs> terrible touches and terrible, terrible things. <laughs> I mean, oh, it's just weird cockfights, totally no pointless revenge, awful ninja outfits, terrible ninjaing around. Is this your first Z? This is my first Z. You've had you've had two Zs in this, and they've both been yours. Yeah, fantastic, dude! Congratulations, you've 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 
broken your Z cherry or whatever. I feel, so, and I'm so happy I did it with this. This is a movie I will come back to many times. Yeah, well, the just, thing is, whenever I want to watch something utterly talking, stupid. All the time you were talking, I was just thinking, this sounds amazing. And I think just, I think it just any amazing. any film which has the word ninja in the title, you always know it's going to be, you know, there's a there's a yeah. base level of awesome that you're you're up against. If you see what I mean. There's a sequel called Revenge of the Ninja, which I'm actively seeking right now. Ooh. Wow. But, yeah. but no, I, I urge you, I urge all of you out there oh. lending us your ears, and I urge you, Jono, to go out and watch Enter the Ninja and to tell me, I'm sure I'm sure um, Tarantino's waxed lyrical about this somewhere. I, he must have done it so up his alley. It's just a spectacular Z of a movie. Do yourself oh. a favour, watch Enter the Ninja. Oh, this would be an amazing hangover movie. My word, really? this would be good for the hangover. Yeah. Mm. It'll be, be utterly brilliant. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm so pleased for you. I'm really pleased. I felt quite not bad the last so time far. I got a Z. Yeah. Yeah, no, we've got, got two yeah, hits. really got, cool. You've got yeah. a B. I've got a Z. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, I think before we move on to our third movie, our yes. combo, it is time yes. to remind our listeners that if they're in the market for some new head phonetry, we mm. have a solution. Yes. Studio. Yes. Studio.com, where the headphones look as good as they sound. Nice line, dude. Thanks, man. That's right. Uh, I'm, uh, honestly, I wouldn't promote something that I haven't used. I'm rocking the trays right now, which is like their uh, in ear runny ones. Um, and they sound great. They're kind of nice, well rounded sound. They let in a lot of the outside world, which I found when I'm running with like, um, with sort of really pluggy in-ear Bluetooth ones, you occasionally sort of go, oh, God, it's a car that nearly ran me over. But actually, they live yeah, in quite yeah. a lot of the outside world, which is really cool, so you hear that. Um, and it's quite nice not getting run over. Yeah, I, I and, like uh, not yeah, so, over. Yeah, no, so it's good and, sound. And, they, they look great. And, and if uh, you want to get them at the bargain price, you use the code WeWatchAnything at checkout, 15% gets whipped off your bill, and the good folks at Studio know that we're effectively uh, shilling for them. Which is great to know, <laughs> We're doing, we're doing the work, guys. Um, yeah. But seriously, go on. You know, you know, you need more headphones. Who doesn't need more headphones? And especially, they're all. Um, I think they're all Bluetooth. Their range, although the top end are. They do some ones that they're, they're really totally not connected with any strings ones, and they've got the over-the-ear ones, wow. and they've got all the running ones and stuff. So yeah, like you said, fifteen percent off at the checkout if you use We Watch Anything as a, as a discount code. Yeah, studio.com Can't say fairer than that. Go there. Yeah. Right. So that's um, selling stuff now. The combo movie. We went in a different direction still for this one. Yeah, we, we went totally for a, took a left turn. We we, bo- we both had violent revenge. Um, where I'm in the 80s. This movie is neither violent, well, not sort of technically no. violent, and no. also from very recent. Yeah, 2016, in fact, and it's called Hurricane, Hurricane Bianca. Yes, um, and. Yeah, and who does it star, dude? Uh, it stars a guy called Roy Haylock, who I think won season six of RuPaul's Drag Race, a show I have not seen. But I do quite like a bit of, you know, drag artistry. Big fan of Priscilla. Um, yeah. And it's about... Well, um, so the guy, Roy Roy Haylock, who's... Uh, he's a New York teacher, and he's down on his mm-hmm. luck. And he moves, he's finally getting a teaching job. Uh, he gets a teaching job at a small town in Texas. And quite quickly, he's fired because he's gay. Um, and then the film is all about how he sort of 
gets his revenge by returning disguised as his his um alter ego sort of Bianca Del Rio. Yes. And it's it does make a point, like you know, it's definitely making a point that yeah, it can happen in like twenty four other states or something that you can be fired out of the school yeah. and gay or something like that. Yeah, yeah which I, I didn't know that. that yeah, I agree. That was no, and and yeah, I mean that's I mean that's basically the plot. Do you want to go? <laughs> I mean I don't know. What, yeah, I mean, yeah. Basically, he comes back gives. as Bianca Del Rio. Well, there's also you know there is a if if we call it a plot, like there's the sort of there's the the uh, awful um, assistant to the principal and her daughter, yeah. one of the teachers, and they're trying to get her to win Teacher of the Year, and it sort of mm-hmm. becomes slightly Bianca Del Rio's mission to subvert that and become Teacher of the Year. But also it becomes her mission. Basically, this is just class of god awful horrible children. Um, yeah. And he's quite a very vocational teacher and wants to turn them around to actually be good students, as well as yeah. fighting kind of like the prejudice. And also, oh, you There's know, the it's coach. a chance to get a few real kind of like bitchy drag queen yeah, lines stick. at the kids and the other people and just and sort of take revenge on the, the bigoted Texans, essentially. So, and there's also a slight subplot where um, she's trying to reconcile uh, her friend... Or he is trying to reconcile his friend with um, a long lost brother. Yeah. Um, with the sort of. Because she's gone transgender and. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's a sort of older transgender yes. woman. And, um, oh, and he's got yeah, two just random drag queens who he just occasionally calls up and sort of drift around and then turn up. And, yeah, know. who I think were also in the same series of. Uh, that would drag make an race. awful lot of sense. Yeah, I think. They're a bit like, um, um, they're a bit like Elle's friends. In um, Legally Blonde. <laughs> good call, yes. Very good, dude. Yeah, they just occasionally on the phone and go, ah! Yeah, pretty much exactly <laughs> the same. Exactly yeah, the same that's, thing. that's a very good observation, dude. Ten, yeah. ten out of ten for that one. Um, uh, yeah, and, and and yeah, it just mucks along. It's very silly, and, um, and that's where it is. Yeah. It's not the highest budget movie ever. I mean, essentially... It's, not, it's also it was, not the lowest in some ways. No, but it was crowdfunded, essentially, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It, it was crowdfunded in two... They started to try and crowdfund it, and then um, uh, Roy Haylock won, or Bianca Del Rio won the drag race, and then the crowdfunding went through the roof in the second Yeah, it went section. through the roof. Yeah. yeah. Um, see, I think, I think it has some some nice touches I mm. think um, unfortunately overall it's quite disappointing yeah I'm, I'm in a very similar place I basically I thought this film was a bit like a immature irritating cousin you dread seeing at Christmas that's in a that very very good description <laughs> because I didn't hate it no I just thought oh you're uh, a bit annoying, a bit annoying. <laughs> and, and for me I think what it really suffers from is that it considers itself niche Mm. So it doesn't feel like it has to try. Mm. It's going, oh well, look, you know, we're about a bunch of drag queens, and if you don't like it, you can sort off. And you go, well, no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. You can do that and still have really funny jokes and have sophisticated like script because the script is quite badly written. Like yeah. the bits when it's just Bianca Del Rio ad libbing and vibing and doing bitchy put downs, that's that could be quite funny. But yeah. basically, the script is really bad. I mean, that just the sort of like them trying to expose the. Um, you know, anti-abortion and, and and homophobia and yada 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 yada. It's just really ham-fistedly crowbarred in, and you yeah, just and think, I think it's just God. I, could someone? It's just. I mean, I understand this is a sort of a passion project, but it's mm. like just get a good writer to have a look at this because this this could be a good movie. It could be you could get these points across in a really good way that involves you know 
a, a much wider audience who would care about it as opposed to just actually sort of you know giggling behind your hand a lot and yeah and i kind of thought because i quite liked the main guy i thought yeah. he was all right at times and i thought that I, I i watched actually some of his clips from the the drag race mm-hmm. program that he won and i thought okay he's his stick is quite you know he's quite funny he's quite a witty dude yeah and that sort of bitch he put down kind of way but then I thought the scenes, in ways the scenes that worked the best were the ones when he was with his class and he was being slightly bitchy and put down. Yes, agree, agree. Easily but even, but even those, like, it, just, it felt like, yeah. The, the kids are really badly written. The, the kids were dreadful and they needed some better lines. You, you remember that bit? Do you remember that bit in, um, oh, sorry, uh, oh, Bridget Jones's Diary, the movie mm. version of Bridget Jones's Diary? There's that bit when she does that big zingy put down line where she says, if, you know, I'd, I'd rather wipe Saddam Hussein's ass or something, yeah. and it goes R E S P E C T, and it's sort of like it's trying to manufacture the sort of wow factor of the zing. And I always thought that was a really shit, lazy yes. line, frankly. And, and I just thought, no, that's not good enough. And I thought this film had a lot of that. A lot of those lines yeah, are just like completely agree. Than they were. But that, that's complacency. I think there is compl- like general. Mm. I think Richard Jones's uh, Jones's uh, diary is quite good, but it's and it's mm. not so complacent. But this, I think, this film is just this. It really suffers from just thinking. Well, I am automatically funny, and I'm automatically niche, so I don't have to try too hard. So we're just going to mm. roll out this stuff, and like, oh my god, Bianca Del Rio is amazing. So we'll just let her carry the whole thing. And actually, no, yeah. you have to fill in everything else. You have to do the other characters. You have to give them lines. You have to make if you're trying to make social points, make them well and properly and don't yeah. just throw it away because you've actually just I almost thought like this should be a crowdfunding movie this should be a crowdfunding movie for making this movie <laughs> you know they could put this about to sort of say like this is the movie we've made we yes. want to make this film again but do it well yes we'd like can to you, employ a good writer give us some yeah, money? we'll keep the star can we get a good writer yeah. and a different director in who isn't just it's just really ham-fisted the whole thing yeah. and it's just a shame yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a bit unf- obvious and unfunny um, I tell you what it reminded me of. It reminded me of Russ Meyer. Yes, yeah, it okay, was so I, I get that. it was so overblown mm. and big and broad strokes that just and I you know I've I've been through my Russ Meyer phase of like quite liking Russ Meyer movies <laughs> for just how awful and ridiculous they are. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, it just doesn't. Yeah, there's just there's just sort of there's just there's too many bits that you know, just just too many awful cliches and just lazy it's lazy it's lazy and complacent yeah. that's that's what you are so that that would be my school school report of it lazy yeah, and exactly. complacent must yeah. try must no, try harder yes that's it must try harder <laughs> yeah oh actually one thing i remember when i was looking at it because because you know the rating comes up on on netflix and it said mature and i thought really immature which yeah hey <laughs> nice so what but, are you um, thinking c minus i've got yeah, because I did because I didn't hate it. Yeah, neither did I. I, think, I don't I think, think it's... it is quite poor, but but yeah, I did. But I'm I, not going to recommend. I don't want to call it. I didn't call it a D, just because I frankly I did still quite like the main guy. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I I think it's very C minus. It's not a D. Um, and look, if you watch RuPaul's Drag Race season six and you've got a big thing for Roy mm. Haylock, watch it because you'll probably enjoy a bit of Bianca Del Rio running around. But yeah, at the same time, this could have been such a better movie. Yeah, well, there are a lot of problems with it. I mean, uh, yeah. Have you got best line, worst line? I've got, I've, I've got. Uh, there's one line that I really liked. <laughs> which was just Siri. I need a drink. <laughs> I don't know why I like that, but I thought that was quite nice. Yeah, I thought the weakest bit was that bit when he just sort of suddenly um, 
teaches some cheerleaders how to do a cheerlead. And oh, cheerlead God, that was, was just um, awful. Yeah, it's awful. Their cheerlead was five, six, seven, eight. We are the Maverick Girls. We wear our hair in curls. We wear our dungarees above our dirty knees. We wear no underwear. Check out our derriere. Woo. Yes. See, I'm, I'm getting more and more depressed as I say it. Yeah, that was all. That was awful. That was, <coughs> and it went on for so long. Yeah, <laughs> so it went bad. on for so long. Um, yeah, I'm still glad I watched it though. Yeah, yeah no, that's why. Yeah. That's why it's a C minus. It's not a D. If it was a, you yeah. know. Yeah, I don't recommend that one, but I recommend. I, just, I definitely re- recommend my movie, and you recommend your Z movie. Oh my god, so much! I might watch that again tonight. And your movie. What time is it? Oh, too late to watch two, but I still might do. It. <laughs> yeah, this is only an hour and a half long, roughly. Hurricane Bianca. So oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm not watching that again, though. Mm. No, <laughs> I'm not watching. They're making a sequel, but I'm not watching that either. Oh yeah, I think they've already made it. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so that's those movies out of the way. Next time, there will be more movies. And it will probably be in a more timely fashion. I say this more frequently than actually happens, but there we go. <laughs> yeah. um, next time, there will be more movies. Next time, we thought we'd, we'd delve into the sort of like sci-fi fantasy vault. Yeah. We haven't really hit yeah. fancy movies. Um, we're not going to watch Warcraft, because that's a big budget Hollywood thing that, frankly, mm. I've already tried to watch and don't find very interesting. So we're going to try <laughs> and watch... Really annoying really- teeth. <laughs> We're going to try and watch some really good fantasy movies. I'm sure there's some nestling in the uh, kind of gloomy Bolts. caves in the corners of, mm. of Netflix. Yeah. If you disagree with that, if you hate fancy, if you there's another genre you would like us to, to watch, or just a specific movie, and then we can sort of take that and open it up, flourish, if you will, uh, the petals of the flower, then oh my get in God, touch. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter. The petals of the flower. We watch anything weird. at Twitter. Oh, hit us up there. Hit us Re- up on Twitter. We watch anything, uh, you know, in the, the Twitter land. Um, also, Gmail. We watch anything at gmail.com. And uh, Facebook. We watch anything, you know, facebook.com slash that. Which we never use. So, Twitter, really, that's the thing that gets us. Oh, I'm trying to get Instagram off the ground as well, but I'm just too lazy. So, yeah. get a hold of us I'm there. Just, I'm just trying to encourage people just to sort of shout us out, you know, loudly in the street. And that's then a good we'll idea. Come and find them. Graffiti. I don't mind if people put up graffiti with our logo and stuff places if you feel yeah. like doing that. But um, yeah, also rating. Rating's nice. Rating and reviewing on iTunes. You've had a few of those recently. They're oh, really yeah, lovely. yeah, um, do that. And anything that you know, anything that you feel like, get us, get in touch if you're feeling sad and lonely. We're here. We're a shoulder to cry on. We're a podcast to listen to. We're an open pair of ears. Mm. Until then. Go buy some headphones, and we'll see you on the next edition of We Watch Anything. We Watch Anything, brought to you by studio.com. Is that good? We should probably, maybe they ask for two mentions. <laughs> Mind just throwing in a little bonus one? Maybe they'll send us some more headphones. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, that was goodbye, everyone. Bye. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Bye. Bye, bye. <laughs>